0: Good morning and welcome back, everybody. It is Monday, June 27th. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by your co host, Simran Sandu. And as always, it is an absolute pleasure to have you join us on today's episode of the Five Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. And to kick things off today, we're going to give you a little lay of the land on what to expect for both this episode and the week ahead. First of all, it is going to be a pivotal week for markets as some of the biggest players in tech, including both Apple and Amazon, will be reporting earnings, and many investors claim they need to have a strong performance to justify their high valuations. Also, we're going to get the chance to hear from the Fed on how much they expect to support the U.S. economy in the coming months. And finally, we will get the chance to take a look at the nation's second quarter GDP, which will be released on Thursday alongside last week's unemployment report.
1: And it's a big day in Washington because the GOP will introduce their proposal for the next coronavirus relief bill after what feels like a bit of procrastination as unemployment benefits are expected to end this week.
0: And as we inch closer and closer to the first day of school, there is still a lot of uncertainty on whether children will be returning to the classroom. Now, that said, the CDC just weighed in on the discussion and is strongly encouraging U.S. schools to reopen for in-person learning this fall. The agency noted that COVID-19 poses lower risk for children than for adults and that limiting instruction to remote learning could hurt students in the long run
1: and private equity executives are using their capital to maintain influence within the Senate chambers. So far, they donated $92 million into the 2020 elections, and 10% came directly from Blackstone's Stephen Schwartzman. The goal here is to prevent Democrats from taking full control of Capitol Hill and issuing tighter restrictions over the sector.
0: And the latest on U.S.-China relations brings us a Chinese operative who showed up in federal court on Friday and pleaded guilty to tapping U.S. government employees for sensitive information. More specifically, the Chinese operative admitted to recruiting U.S. military and government employees to write reports for him that he claimed were for clients in Asia, but instead took that information and handed it over to the Chinese government. The Trump administration commented on the matter and said such espionage is a prime example of why we shut down the consulate, and why we will continue to ramp up efforts to identify and remove these Chinese spies and researchers in the future.
1: And speaking of China, the popular video app TikTok might still have a future in the U.S. Experts believe that the Trump administration will face significant backlash if they try to ban the app as millions of Americans have become users since the coronavirus lockdown. For once, we will see the Trump administration move very cautiously before taking action against the Chinese app.
0: And as we mentioned at the beginning of today's episode, it is going to be a huge week for earnings as more than a third of the S&P 500 is set to report their quarterly results this week. Expectations show that profits are on track to decline by 42 percent, according to FactSet, which would be the largest decline since the fourth quarter of 2008, when we saw earnings fall by roughly 69 percent.
1: And we've also got some M&A news this morning. Rush Street Interactive, a popular online sports and casino betting company, is planning to go public via a merger with blank check company DMY Technology, according to the Wall Street Journal. Analysts believe that the deal will be valued around 1.8 billion dollars.
0: And hearing that the airline industry is struggling right now is definitely an overplayed tune, but Boeing did give us a little bit more of a perspective, and I figured it would be worth sharing, listeners. Here's what I mean. Boeing reported that they delivered 20 aircrafts in the second quarter, which is down from the 90 aircrafts that they delivered in the same period last year and marked the lowest quarterly total since 1963, according to an analysis of Boeing delivery data.
1: And that's all we've got for you today, folks. Make sure to check out our weekly newsletter called Head Start, which should be hitting your inboxes in the next few hours. But as always, we look forward to catching you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.